Welcome to the Horror Comics Podcast, episode 32. Fucking, yeah, 32. Oh, boy. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are wrapping up, which is volume, as they say, one. Yeah, the only volume that's there right now. Uh, I was made of where... Made of where? I was made aware of... A Halloween special uh, that's available on Comixology for like 99 cents. Or if you have Comixology Unlimited, it's like 89 cents or something like that. But it's like a one-shot like Halloween special. I have not read it yet, but I bought it. And uh, I'm excited to uh, get into that. That's awesome. So did not know about that. So thanks to uh, Scott from uh, DC Film Squad Cast for, you know, let me know about that. It's really cool. Hopefully you have read Witches by Scott Snyder and crew. Uh, if you have not, then, well, uh, you, know, hope, you know, maybe you don't mind spoilers. Or, or you should just go read it and then come back and, uh, you know, finish this. This is part two of that, of that book. And uh, it's a really, I mean, it's, it's a crazy book. And we're going to get into details here with my buddy Joey Casco. And uh, I have a blast talking to this dude about these books because he just he seems to catch things that like for some reason go over my head and i don't know why that is uh that i you know will read something a few times and like kind of miss it um it's really cool it's it's fun to do that and like it's kind of a weird coincidence but i so i do the dc comic Squadcast as well with my buddy jordan and we actually, so between recording part one and part two of Witches, uh, Jordan was like, Hey, do you want to cover Witches for the, you know, DC comic? Cause there's, you know, there hasn't been at that point, there weren't new books coming out for DC. So we needed material. So we're like, well, fuck it. Let's just do whatever we want to do. Kind of, you know, so he's going to do Witches. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> as a, <laughs> Turns out, I'm actually I've actually been digging into that. So we actually covered the whole volume in one go, and it was the same kind of experience. It was like it's this is a book that like you really need to like talk to someone else about it as you you know after you've read it and then read it again and then you know talk to someone else. You get these different perspectives and you, you people point out different things that like you miss. And it, it all goes into the, the art and the, the detail. Um, it, it's, it's just one of those books that's kind of immersive. It's, it's very fun to really dig into, um, after the fact. You, you can keep learning new things. That's what's, I don't know. That's, it's like this ongoing value for a book like this. That's, uh, really, really makes me want that, that next, you know, that next chapter, that next volume of this story, but who knows what's going to happen there, but, uh, had a great time talking to Joey on this episode and, uh, I will, we'll get to that in just a sec, but of course, got to do some house cleaning as always. I do have an email. If you would like to send in show mail, your suggestions for books to read, uh, if you have real life, uh, you know, paranormal, uh, whatever horror stories that, 
you want to share that I could tell on the show, um, I, we can stay anonymous. You know, if you want to give your name, that's fine too, but it's, it's really up to you. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to throw your details out there, your, your, your informa- information. Uh, if you don't want me to, I would love to actually start telling real horror stories, um, on the show as a segment. And, uh, you know, so please send those my way. That's, uh, horror comics podcast at gmail.com and then horror comics pod on Twitter. You can find me personally on Twitter at rev rem R E V R I M. If you want to reach out there, that's totally fine. Um, Again, yeah, I say it every episode, but I still haven't been getting them outside of the Halloween uh, episode. Uh, your your real horror stories, you know, uh, that like uh, Trevor sent in his um, that he actually like recorded him telling the story, and I I just went in and added like some ambient like noise to it, and like he told it with perfection. Trevor Markwart, uh, look him up; he's a fantastic artist who I've just like through this podcast met and grown to just love and I've been buying everything that he's had anything to do with. He's fantastic. Uh, Anthony Cleveland as well. He's got shows end. Um, they have both done work on gravely unusual magazine, which if you fucking, I'm just gonna tell you this right now. If you fucking claim to be, if, if you're going to sit there and act like you're a horror comics fan uh, especially of the days of old the glory days uh, of like eerie and creepy now it's it's fine if you haven't heard about gravely unusual but if you've heard about it and seen you know seen what it is um and you haven't bought it for some reason shame on you shame upon you but it's right now, obviously, money is, it's going to be a tough thing where, uh, you know, in this crazy time that we're in, I'll say it like that because I hate when people are like, in these uncertain times, which is literally always, or these trying times, which is literally always. But what's going on right now is, uh, financially crippling for a lot of people. So I get that if you're not able to go out and buy, you know, books and whatnot. But if you can and you have not bought Gravely Unusual, you've got just just look up Gravely Gravely Unusual. It's it's one of the most badass. It's not even just an anthology comic magazine. They there's like interviews with Bruce fucking Campbell and artists and and filmmakers, and it's it's this labor of love that is just. You don't get that these days, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And Anthony Cleveland and Trevor Marquardt, um, who are uh, – Anthony's an amazing writer. Again, go buy Show's End on Comixology. Um, go buy Tales from the Black Circle. I don't know that it's on Comixology, but I know that there's still a um, – it's either a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo where you can actually still order the physical graphic novel. And it's fucking fantastic. I, I bought it through that. It's like a crowdfunding site, but basically it's, it serves as a store for the book now. And I'm telling you, you're, you do not want to sleep on these guys. Uh, I mean, maybe you do, and that's totally fine. I, after reading in their material, I kind of want to, uh, but <laughs> they're fucking amazing, amazing talents, uh, that, 
deserve your love, affection, and dollars. Because you're going to want to see more from these creative talents. And, you know, I highly suggest uh, supporting them. Go buy Gravely Unusual. Uh, they feature their writing and artwork. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, I can't wait for the next issue. There's also Hell's Tales from Ghastly Publications. Uh, you could buy Ghastly Publications through Amazon. You could buy Ghastly Publications. Just Google it. Uh, Hell's Tales. There was there a reprint. There's like the magazine sized, and then they just did a reprint. That's like comic your modern comic book sized uh, issue. And in that modern comic book sized issue, uh, which is fantastic, and also features uh, greats like Trevor Markwart and Anthony Cleveland, uh, among others. And Dennis, God, Dennis is doing the Lord's work. Um, if you flip to that back page, you'll see there's an ad. There's an ad in there for Horror Comics Podcast. And uh, it was really cool to uh, literally a dream come true to, like, open up that physical comic book and see, you know, the logo and, uh, you know, just the ad that I put together with my buddy John. Shout out to him. He actually... Like made the fucking thing. And, um, yeah, it was just one of those weird moments where it's like, I don't know. I feel like some people might be like, yeah, but it's just like an ad you're advertising. It's like, I don't, it doesn't fucking matter. Something I'm doing is in a goddamn comic book and a horror comic at that. Like that's kind of a fucking <laughs> game changer for me. Like that's a life goal. It's just, just, it's a cool thing. It's like if you're in a, if you've ever been in a band and you, you put out your first, you know, CD, whether it's a single or a full, like a full length album, um, or, or a vinyl, like that was for me, I had that process too. Like we had our, we got our first CD ever in. That was cool. I was like, Oh my God, like a physical disc. And then like I was in, another band and we got signed and like to actually walk into like a Best Buy and like see our CD on the shelf. That was another moment like that. And yeah, same thing for like getting the right, like our music on a vinyl record years down the road. Like it's a cool moment. Like I, I got this comic book in the mail and like flipped to the back and was like, holy shit, man, that's fucking awesome. So thank you to Dennis uh, and Ghastly Publications for putting that ad in there. Uh, it's a great comic. It's a great anthology comic, and it's uh, amazing up-and-comers uh, writing and, and drawing that shit, and uh, can't recommend it enough. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, so last bit of housekeeping. Uh, the rest of that's not really housekeeping. It's like just I want to just shout the shit out of my uh, my pals <laughs> that I've met through this podcast that are just crazy talented people. Um, and there's more that I will be getting to there uh, as well uh, here soon. And uh, also worth mentioning uh, briefly, the Hill House comics are going to be coming back actually pretty soon. So we'll be we'll be getting back to those. Uh, but of course, we are covering witches, and it's the second half of that volume, volume one, as it were. But uh, before we go to that, please, for the love of fucking God, can you go to can you fucking can you go to Nightmare Threads? 
go to Nightmare Threads. There's a link in the show notes. If you go through that link, it helps the show. If you shop and you buy something through that link, it really helps me. It helps the show. And you also can type in the promo, Horror Comics. It's one word. Don't. There's no space. It's just Horror Comics, all caps. Uh, when you're checking out, you're going to get 5% off of your order. So you're going to save a little bit. But I swear to fucking God, if you don't go buy a shirt, if you don't go use the code, I, mm, I, I'll find you. I'm going to find you. I'm coming. I'm already walking right now. I, I'm carrying the fucking soundboard as I'm walking. It's battery powered. It's fine. We're good. I've got at least 12 hours on this motherfucker. So I'm, I'm coming for you because I, I know, I know you're not ordering. So go to Nightmare Threads. Go to the link in the show notes. Use the promo code Horror Comics. You're going to get 5% off your order. It helps the show and it means a lot to me if you order through there. But also, it's not just that. They have awesome fucking merch. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, their customer service is fantastic. So I'm just completely transparent. Uh, the first thing that I ordered from them to t- sort of test the whole thing out uh, was a just plain white T-shirt with a uh, Michael Myers like photo. It was from Halloween 2. And it's like him standing in a house. Like in front of a window and whatnot, and it's a cool black and white picture. And when it got to me, the the image had been printed like super kind of I don't know, it was just kind of janky. It was like uh just off center and like not on purpose kind of way. Uh so I like I emailed them and they immediately emailed back and they were like, Hey, sorry about that. Send it back and we'll resend your shirt, we'll get you a new print. And it was so quick their response and Getting the new shirt back to me was so fucking fast. Um, I know I'm like saying like, well, they made a mistake. Well, whatever. The printer made a mistake, but the, the point is that they corrected it so fast. And I'm still like, dude, that's badass. Customer service is incredible to me. That, that, it's a game changer for me and they've got it. So you really can't beat that. Um, it also kind of goes to show that it's not just like them like bulk printing a bunch of things. Like it's kind of like, on-demand printing which is awesome so go check it out go to the link it helps me like i said use horror comics one word all caps you get five percent off your order but now that we're done with all of the housekeeping i'm gonna cut right back over to uh talking to the wonderful joey casco about witches and we are talking about chapters four through six hope you enjoy if you have not read it please read it Otherwise, enjoy the episode. Thank you all very much. Real quick, before we jump into the book, man, are you are you sipping on anything tonight, or or what? Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. First of all, I need to apologize for the for the listeners for last time because I spoiled some stuff. And uh, well, <laughs> la- well, because well, also last time we had some serious problems in the beginning before yeah. we started recording. Like we were like talking for like a good like maybe hour or something like that, trying to get this thing to work. So who yeah. knows how much bourbon I had. By the end of that that issue, I was I was pretty I was uh pretty deep into the bourbon, um, but right now I'm actually just now I'm gonna open up because it's Cinco de Mayo. We're recording this on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So I got let's see I got Cutwater Spirits. It's like a canned pre-made uh, margarita. Oh and okay. I heard I heard it's really good. It's not like your average like pre-made margarita. It's like if you got one from 
like a bar or something, you know? Yeah. That's cool, man. You have to let, let me know how it is. Cause that sounds good. I like a margarita, but I feel like if I get it from a restaurant or something, oh, uh, it makes good. me tired or something. But oh, like, really? I love tequila and tequila oh, gets dude. me like fucking amped, you know, like I'm ready to fucking jam. I do. I like shots of tequila or whatever. Did um, I, have I told you my, my tequila story yet? Oh, I don't think so. And if you did, I must have been drinking tequila and forgot. So <laughs> it might have actually. I think there was a time you actually tell them drinking tequila. I might have already told it to you. So I think it was like 2008. And you know, I, I work um, I work in the, the liquor industry. And at the time, I was uh, you know working at the store, and we I, somebody dropped an entire pallet of Jose Cuervo Gold out coming out of the back of a truck, a delivery truck. Oh the God! Whole pallet tipped over, and this was this was like August. And we're talking, it was like, you know, close to 100 degrees out. Oh, my God. And the sun is just like baking this tequila in the sun. It was a lake of tequila in this parking lot on concrete, like just baking in the sun in August. And the smell. And before this, I loved tequila. Like, yeah. it, it, I, I loved it. And uh, and for years, I could not stand the smell of tequila just from smelling that stuff that was there just all day. And like the next day you could smell it, you know? It was oh just, God, I can imagine. It was, it was so bad just like cooking in the sun in a hundred degree weather. And, uh, and so like for years I couldn't do it, but I could do, I could do margaritas. I love margaritas. Yeah. And it's just like maybe if past few years I could start to do tequila again, especially if it's not at, as pungent as a lot of the cheap stuff is. Yeah. You know, I can just start to get back into it again. And I still like, you know, there's still ones that I like, but still some of them I'm just, Oh no, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> well, my wife and I, like, she's the one that turned me on to tequila. Um, and like her kind of rule of thumb has always been like, uh, you know, silver only. And it's gotta be 100% agave. Like it, you oh, don't yeah. want any of this, like agave, you know, yeah. made with fine tequila ingredients. <laughs> like, like I saw this box, it's the people that do like the Boda boxes and the black box wine and stuff, like the huge boxes of wine, which my wife likes those. They started making a tequila box and I saw it. And I was like, Oh my God, like 25 bucks for like a bottle and a half or two or, or I can't remember. I think it equals out to like two bottles of tequila or something like that. And I was like, yeah. this can't be good. So I'm like looking at it. <laughs> and sure enough, it's like made with fine ingredients. Oh, I guess basically <laughs> I was like, wow, shit. If I was 21, I totally would have gotten that and just. Because well, some of them, some of those they now are trying to trick you. Like I think I think it's even on like Cuervo, they even say a hundred percent agave or something like that. Or, or they try to they try to trick you. They you do want it. what you want is the a hundred percent blue agave, right? And that, that means it's yeah. like the real stuff, <laughs> right? You know, it's not the crap. Yeah, and so yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah, that's what they do. Are they made with? It'll be like made with blue agave or made with yep. agave. It doesn't, but it's not a hundred percent blue. Agave. So it's like you know, it's a bunch of yeah. Villains. And they don't have to follow the rules uh, that to, to have that on there because it's not just just to say a hundred percent blue agave. That doesn't mean that it just has to be a hundred percent blue blue agave. There's other yeah. rules that they have to follow Standard to have that on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Uh, so that's been, once I kind of learned that rule, that helps with the headaches <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Hangovers and whatnot. You know, you can drink, you know, a, a, a you know, a healthy amount of that and oh, not yeah, get a you hangover. Have... You're always going to get fucked up the next day if you drink too much, obviously. But, um, I'm oh, not no, drinking one, one shot of Durango, one, one, one shot of Durango. You got a hangover the next day. Like the really cheap tequila. No, like the really cheap tequila is not what you want to mess around with. Out of oh, all no. the spirits, cheap tequila, do not fuck around with it. Yeah. But w- what do you got? 
Um, well, okay. So I don't know anything about this bur. I'm drinking a Kentucky bourbon tonight and yep. it's my wife picked it up. She was like, well, it was kind of a cheaper one, but it's a nice looking bottle. And I don't know what she means by cheaper because she got it from one of our nicer liquor stores. So maybe she meant cheap by their standards because mm-hmm. they don't carry like the bottom shelf stuff like that. So, oh, really? um, um, I guess maybe it's a, a decent bourbon, but it's called Cooper's. Uh, Cooper's Craft, maybe, or something like that. I don't have the bottle in front of me. I just have hmm. it, uh, frontal lobotomy. No, it's, uh, it <laughs> here, it's actually in our friends made, uh, whiskey glasses out of Jameson bottles. He like oh, saws nice. them down and like, or, I mean, he like somehow cuts them down and then, uh, sands it off so it's smooth, but it, we got a couple of those. I'm drinking, um, I'm cheating on Jameson, uh, but, <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, it's actually really good though. So I don't know if it's like a, re- a nice bourbon, but it's really smooth. Uh, and I'm double fisting it with a uh, regional beer uh, from Broussard, Louisiana, uh, down at the Cajun <laughs> South. Uh, it's a parish brewing company's. Uh, it's just I don't even know. It doesn't even have a name. It's just got the uh, purple, green, and yellow uh, stripes on it for I guess Louisiana and LSU and. Parish Brewing Company. It's just their original Pilsner, uh, and it's good. It's just a really good Pilsner that's just smooth. And uh, man, I'm, I'm going simple tonight, but I'm I'm going double simple, so I'm Nothing probably still going to get really drunk. But we'll see what happens. Well, hey, uh, look, look at this. So, like our review, Cooper's Craft compared to Jack Daniel's Old Number Seven and Wood, Woodford Reserve, and Woodford Reserve that's good stuff. It is Cooper's good Craft. Stuff. Yeah, Cooper's Craft smells and drinks like a more mature whiskey. It has better developed sweetness and fruitiness. And less slightly harsh wood and grain, make it one of the better brown Foreman whiskeys under thirty dollars. You're drinking Not good stuff, man. Nice, nice, yeah. cool. It is good. I, see, I don't, I'm not, I don't really like Jack straight. Like, I can't put it over, over or drink it. You know, I don't know oh, yeah. uh, the proper terms, but like uh, Jack, if it's on, on ice and it's kind of watered down a little bit. I can take it or if it's mixed in a drink, but like it hits me weird in the back of my throat when I, <laughs> if I have Jack and it, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. Um, I used to do Jack and water all the time until Jack, the, the price just went up way too much. It's unaffordable really. now for what it is for the quality. Jack and water, like club, so like, like just a Jack on ice. No, on what with water because, because like you said, okay. like you said, once the ice melts and kind stuff, it's kind of, you can handle it better. Jack and okay. water on, on the rocks. That's, I used to drink nice. that all the time. Yeah. Very cool, man. Uh, all right, man. We got our drinks in check. And and speaking of drinks, so, we're about to deal with yeah. uh, with uh, dad drinking here too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't even think <laughs> about that. I just refreshed on like <laughs> what we were going to be like kind of mulling over on these issues. Um, <clears throat> so, of course, we are talking about the back half of which is uh, – well, for now, the only volume. But it says volume one and there's a teaser for what I'm assuming – I, I took it as a teaser for volume two, but we'll get there. Um, from five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's supposedly coming and may or may not be a movie or TV show or having a volume two. Maybe who knows? Uh, they've been busy. Can't Jim, Jim always talks to Snyder all the time. Maybe we should have say, Hey, ask him about witches. When's the volume two coming out? Yeah. yeah. Depending on whether they're on good terms or not. Uh, yeah, they like this book. <laughs> So, uh, that's awesome. Um, all right, man. So this, this starts to draw in and it makes that Ferris will make sense here. Cause the first page of issue, we're talking issue four here and, uh, go back to September of 2011 and you've got sailor, 
talking, uh, yelling up to her dad who's on this, uh, at this abandoned, um, fairgrounds, I guess, or amusement park. And he's up in one of the higher like, kind of benches or whatever. And he's, he's been, uh, as we'll come to see, he's been drinking quite a bit. Um, and she's yelling up at him. And we also see, um, Charlie, that's her dad's name, right? Charlie. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like kind of looking down at his stomach. Um, if everyone listening remembers, he got stabbed a couple of times, which dude. Okay. So I talked with the, I was telling you before I talked to Jordan on DC comics Squadcast. Uh, we did an episode on this volume as well. That has not come out yet. But, um, one thing I didn't notice going back or maybe I just don't remember, but when she was on top of him and was like, before she stuck him in the stomach a couple of times with that, that needle or whatever it was, I didn't realize that she stabbed herself on the nipple with it first. Did she really? Yes, dude. Go back and look at that. Like it, and what? that made my bones a crackle. And like, I'm telling you that maybe want to rip my fingernails off. I just, for some reason seeing that and realizing that that's what she, she did. I was like, ow, I like go back and like it's when she's like, now you haven't forgotten her yet. You still remember your girl. You find me. Like I was reading what she was saying. So I wasn't paying attention to what she was doing, but she like stabs herself right in the center of her nipple. And I'm oh my like, God, she does. yeah, I don't know how we missed that, but like, I didn't notice it until we were going over that part. And I was like, wait a minute. I got to <laughs> my, my fingers are hurting. I got to step back. Um, and you know I was I'm like, actually, I'm actually noticing right now. It's just a regular needle. It's not the hypodermic. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was, it's like, she's not, inje- she's not sucking anything out or injecting. It's like, she's just mixing their blood. I guess like, yeah, passing, I didn't even realize that she didn't pass it on to him to make him one of the irons, I guess. Like, yeah, like that she's putting his, her blood into him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I kind of just stepped, I stepped forward there a little bit, but we'll, again, we'll get to that. Um, sure. but yeah, so, okay. So where she stabbed him, you, she said, you know, uh, in the present in 2014, yeah. He's looking he's, down. Yeah. His like veins are like in his stomach are showing like here. Cause she mentioned, let's just revisit real here's quick. Point. Just for my, um, there is no here's point in, in New Hampshire, by the way, I looked that up. Okay. Uh, so I, it's, it's a fictional place. There's no here's point anywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's where yeah. she was saying for him to like find her. Um, so it's, his veins are showing that. And, uh, he's telling, um, Lucy, um, she's like, oh, you know, are you all right? And he's like, in my stomach, you know, that woman, my stomach, it said here a moment ago, the veins spelled it like necrosis of some kind. Um, and this is where she's like saying, it just kind of looks like broken veins. Like if you bruised yourself when you fell, you know, I see it in the hospital all the time. And she's like, he's like, no, it was there. Um, uh, and then he, he grabs he, the knife. Yeah. He's, like, he's, not, do, he's, yeah, he's talking about like, it was real. It was a clue. I think she was saying to find here on, on the here coast uh, at the goddamn point. She must be holed up there. And she's like the here coast. That was the whole was, thing was wrecked by Sabrina. I'm assuming that's was, was a the hurricane. Um, the yeah. hurricane Sabrina. Yeah. Um, so it, that's just kind of what he, she's still, still questioning that he's pushing it. Like, uh, I don't know if it was some kind of hallucinogenic when she blew that stuff in my face, but she knows something about what's going on and she's behind it somehow. So, yeah. um, She's Lucy's telling him to call the police. She's got a rag for his um, his wound, which I didn't even yeah. see. And here's here's one thing too that I didn't realize because like I didn't realize that he got hurt in the head, and I thought something weird was going on because something else happens to his head later down the line. 
So yeah, I'm like, wait, is there timeline issues going on here? Is there like some kind of weird like time time thing going on here? Because something does happen to his head later, and I didn't realize that he hurt his head in the attack. But that's from that's from her leg, from her, right? When yeah. he whacked her on the head, I was like, I was, oh, oh, wait, yeah, right, that's right, that happened. He yeah. got whacked in, in the in the head with with a leg. Yeah, yeah. So she's cleaning him up there, um, and she's talking about calling, the, uh, telling him to call the police. Um, and she's just trying to tell him, like, as hard as it is to admit, Sailor did this to herself. You read her diary. Um, she thinks there's things out there, you know, that took Annie and they want to take her. Um, you know, she's been on about this, but we've just been ignoring it because um, it's crazy. And, you know, someone's kind of stoking all the like, – putting all these ideas in her head. Um, Charlie's talking about how, you know, this woman that attacked him could be a relative of Annie – um, oh, yeah. or, you know, knew about something that happened, you know, from the news and it's just crazy. But, um, he's like, no, I'm, you know, uh, you know, this, uh, no one's going to attack our family. Like, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Uh, last time it happened, I didn't stop it. And, uh, and now he's going to go find his daughter. He's going to go find her and yep. find his daughter. And he's got this knife and he is, uh, <laughs> he's ready to go. So, mm -hmm. uh, what, uh, do you want to, you want to, take this next spot where when we head over to a uh, sailor oh yeah yeah so i mean she was, she's in the in down in the caves and uh where she was um she was kidnapped by by these witches and she she wakes up she passed out after being taken away and she wakes up and immediately she strikes a match and that's one of the things that her father told her was to always keep a match out with you and so she's yep. done that she always keeps a match so she lights it up and then she finds herself on a stack of like bodies and uh, clothes. Actually, it's just clothes. It's not even bodies. It's people's yeah. clothes. Um, and from, you know, just all sorts of like, kids clothes from all the people that the witches have eaten. And then, uh, and then she's just like, you know, <laughs> uh, what'd she say? She says, stay calm and get your bearings. And she's just sitting on these clothes. And, uh, and then we get go to Charlie who, has gone to here's point and he goes to this just abandoned building. And I don't know how he knows that this is the place. Maybe it's the only building on here's point that's still He's remaining. Following his gut. So he goes into this building that's just collapsing. It's just like all deteriorated and stuff. And there's these candles that are going out or they're not candles. Uh, they're actually, I can't say, well, I got my it's, flashlight here because I'm in the dark. It's, she's Start using like propane stuff. sort of like lant yes. not lanterns, but propane like heaters like you'd use if you're camping or something to heat yep, to cook food up your, or, or, or water yeah, or like not food, but you know what I mean? Like, but she's heating up. She's rats. cooking up rats. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what she's doing. She's cooking her food there, all these rats and everything. And, and then, uh, this woman says he looks in and he sees ref his reflection in the water where the rats are. And she says from behind him, you made it. And, uh, and she walks up from behind and she's like, didn't you think you would, to be honest, toss the sticker? And he's like, listen, all I want is for you to tell me what you know about. And she's like, sticker. And then she, so he throws down the knife. She's talking about the knife. She's calling it a sticker and she throws him a noose and she tells him to go hang it up. And, um, and then we go back to, of course, as, cause this part just, it switches back and forth between 2014 and 2011, but she tosses him a noose, tells him to go hang it up. And then we go back to, um, to 2011 where Charlie's back on 
the Ferris wheel and she's trying to talk him the, 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 and, um, what's her name there is trying to talk her, talk him down. Um, sailor, oh, sailor. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's drunk. He's just yeah. shit faced. He doesn't know what the hell is going on. And it's like, you know, she's just trying to talk him down and everything. And uh, this place is closed down and, um, and, and he makes her actually like climb up to her. Cause he's, mm-hmm. he's freaking shit faced and she's dad. Why don't you come down please? And he's like, I got a better idea. And he's, you know, he's drinking some whiskey or whatever. And, um, and I actually go back to, it actually goes back to now. And she notices that she's just on a pile of kids clothes and she's just freaks out. She's like, I got to get out. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And she starts climbing down. And, um, and what does she hurt herself on? Do you know what she hurts herself on? I, I can't really tell. Is it's she- like, it seems like, it's like some sort of sharp ledge or something, but it's maybe she's already come down from the clothes. It, it's hard to tell. Like you see sharp, you see sharp rocks, like maybe jutting out from underneath the clothes or something that they're laid. I don't know. It, that's kind of what it looks like to me. Like you see her to... when she's, she pulls some of the clothes back and then you see what maybe looks like a sharp point there. And she kind of like where the, just the dot, dot, dot in the word balloon. And she's like, pant, pant, get out, gotta get out, get out. So maybe like more of that is just under the clothes is kind of maybe what's going on. She yeah, like, seems to cut I, her hand on that. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, if, this is probably what, like the fourth time I've read this and I've still, I just don't understand what happened there. She hurt herself on the clothes somehow. Uh, and then we go back to present day um, and she's telling him to put up the noose again. And, um, and she's saying, uh, let's, she starts talking about it. it it's, it gets really weird because I don't know what the hell she's talking about. She's talking mm-hmm. about like green skid ladies and de- devil worshipers and that she was taken from, uh, you know, she, she was one of the pledged people and one of the, as a kid and they actually took her away and they ate her legs and that's why she doesn't have any legs. Yep. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. I, I'm maybe you, you understand it more with the, you know, the whole, whole iron thing. Um, but I, um, I had a problem kind of kind of understanding I, the whole thing, and I think that's one of the the things is that volume two is probably meant to explain. More yeah, stuff. probably expand on that a lot more because that's exactly all that she sets up is that the irons. It seems like are the witch hunters basically, but mm-hmm. with that whole thing that she's talking about where he's because he's like these are witches, you know these witches they're people they're people yeah. you know, and she's like ha ah, I know them but they aren't any people not green skinned ladies or devil worshippers none of that. You know, yeah. basically, they're. She's just saying they're not human. They're just mutations from thousands of years ago. Um, but there's something else, you know. She said, but she says they're above us uh, on the food chain. So it's just some evolutionary kind of, I don't know, secret society. Uh, you know, she throws one of the skulls at him, and it's one of like it's this oh. skull of what you saw. Well, I don't know if we're even there yet. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, let me. Let me just check real quick. I don't think we've seen, have we? No, we have. Well, it's, it's the one. It's the skull. It was what her mom saw. What she was, I guess, when she had the wreck. Mm-hmm. When the yeah, headlights the- hit that, that's it's that same thing with the eyes on the side of the head. Yep, and the mouth, you know, all crazy and stuff like that. It's that's that same kind of skull. And he's, she throws it at him and she's like, ugly as sin. But yeah, so that's kind of that whole thing. Yeah. And then she, yeah, she talks about the, like pledging. And when you just pledge someone, uh, you get anything you want from, from their fucking science. Mm-hmm. So you, like, if you got like cancer, you get some kind of disease or for whatever you pledge somebody and then they come and they eat that person. 
they can only eat people who who are pledged for whatever reason, and and then they will you they will take care of you. They'll do yeah, whatever you sacrifice want. somebody for them to eat, and yeah, exactly. And then and then she shoots him in the air. Yeah. And then uh, he's, he's, trying, so he's, like, yeah. he's trying to like talk. She keeps trying to get on the noose, and he's like, "What?" Tesla, he's like trying to talk her out of it, or like change. She's her thirteen years old. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And and um, so she shoots him in the ear, which is why I, I thought, like, wait, I don't remember getting hit on the head, and I had to go back. I'm like, wait, oh wait, BG, he got hit in the head with the leg. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so and then and then um, so you know, obviously he hurting from the from the ear and everything, and then he sees like flashbacks. From from the uh, from the um, yeah, from the carnival and everything, and she's like, "Dad, it, it's not going to hold." As she's climbing up, and uh, he's like, "You can do it! Come on!" And he's all shit faced and everything, and she keeps climbing up, and she's um, actually, you know, and then, and then it goes right back to to the pits, right back underground, and she's just trying to climb out of there. And she keeps saying to herself, you're fucking strong. You're a slayer of mythological animals. There's another thing with connection with her father. Um, and uh, she's like the greatest of all time. You're going to escape these bitches. <laughs> and, and then yeah. he's, you know, and, and it goes yeah. back. I to- love the, the detail there that she's she's got shoes from this pile of clothes on her hands to like, oh, cover, yeah. I guess, whatever wounds she had. And I guess to help her climb. So yep. she's not using her hands. And I was like, oh, that is a really smart detail that they put in there. She's yeah, I know it is. Yeah. And she's very resourceful because she does something with her glasses later. Yeah. She ain't stupid. Um, Mm-mm. and, and, uh, so <laughs> then we go back to when he's, you know, he's hooking up the noose and everything. And she's like, ah, there you go. And he's like, it's all done. All right. And then, uh, she's like, what do you think? Now we have to hang someone. And he, of course he thinks it's him, but it's actually her. Yeah. And she goes up to, to go walk up and she, she explains that there's something that, that, um, it, there's something that makes them want to kill themselves. Uh, that, yeah, the so people in town, it's, yeah, well, I I don't mind going through it too because she's like, I came here to burn the town. Uh, I came here to burn the town borough, which is where the witches, you know, go. That's what she's talking about, where they bring the people to eat them. Yeah. And she's like, I heard it was a bad one, uh, Litchfield. Rumor was it was, uh, rumor was it was deep as they go. Like she has a super southern kind of dialect, so that's it. it some of the <laughs> and trust me, I'm used to it, so I I, I got it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not so much, man. I'm I'm, I'm pretty much a Kennedy up here. So <laughs> so yeah. she's like, rumor was it was deep as they go. So it's it's the deepest burrow that they have. She says they even or even got rooted ones down there, which we'll get to briefly but we'll get to it she's like they warned me not to come too late now and she says i got the mites see uh, witches grow them in their hair parasitic some townie slips them slips them to you they get in your head make you want to fucking off yourself tried cooking blocker but the mites are too strong so what's that what is some what is some parasite blocker? some parasite grows on the witch's it's hair like lice? and they put like it in lice I, I guess but it sounds like it's like parasitic and so they, huh. they can slip it to you and as like just something to make people kill themselves. So when she says she's tried cooking a blocker, it sounds like she tried to make some sort of spell to block the effects of the mites or to maybe kill gotcha. them off, but they're too strong. She's like, I don't do it now. If I don't, or basically, if I don't kill myself now, I'll do it in my sleep rather by my fucking hand, basically. She'd rather do it herself than, than, you know, yeah. be kind of uncontrollably, whatever, done in by these mites. Well, that would explain she, um, why she doesn't have hair though, too. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yep. um, which is kind of like, well, I wonder if she's like, 
crazy. I mean, you know, if they're, because she said something about don't let any, don't take drinks from anyone or anything like that. So maybe it's something that's not, that's something well, that they, she they, tries to keep it out of her hair, but it's also like if it's inside of her body, then it's kind of like, you know. Well, there's one, there's one certain thing that comes up later that you don't realize about being pledged. And that might be in the drink. Um, so yeah, that probably yeah. has something about to it. They, they they haven't explained it yet, and it just kind of pops up randomly. Yeah, uh, with this whole pledge thing. Yeah, um, but yeah. So I mean, that I mean that makes sense. She's she's you know she was she was pledged. She escaped. They ate they they ate her legs, and she was still able to escape out of the tree. Yeah, and she was um, like, like seven years old or something like yeah, that. It's crazy. Yeah. So she's she's just been a survivor her whole life. She shaves her head so she doesn't get the lice. That it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had a heart. I, like I said, like I, that dialect, I, I don't know what to make of that. So yeah. I, I was like, what the freaking hell are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. You grew up, uh, with some extended families. Uh, actually, this woman might, I might be related to her. I'll have to look up the last name. <laughs> um, Clara something. Um, but no, um, so he's being cooked alive she, right now. You're, your daughter's yeah. being cooked alive right one, now. I'm like, oh, that's one thing she keeps doing. That he's like, I, I need to know what's going on with my daughter because she keeps saying that they're eating her alive right now. She's being eaten. Oh, she's dead. Late. There's no hope. She's being right here. Yeah, like you said, she, your daughter's being cooked alive. Uh, she said, so she's basically telling him, you find somebody that deals with them. She says, some, find someone that traffics with them, the witches. You make uh, you make them uh, tell you where the tinctures is left. Uh, the borough entrance won't be far off. So I guess basically find someone that is, you know, when she says traffics, obviously, uh, kind of like one of those folks dealing. that slips the mites, one of yeah. those folks that is doing the pledging yeah. and all that. And she tells him where to find it. She yeah. tells him it's in a satchel under the board. So she has all yeah. these names of the people in town and not just the people in town right now, but the people throughout the whole history. Yeah. Uh, the, of people who are pledged and, or the people who have been doing pledges and all that or the people that are involved in all of this. So she has a list of all these people that mm-hmm. are involved in it. Um, and what's which, in this satchel too is um, she's like there's a satchel under the boards oh, yeah. that has stink in it, which is the – she's like it's a, it's a run I made. Uh, see, my people learned of some of their works. It makes you invisible to them while it lasts. So it's kind of like how people will put like – People that go hunting for certain animals will put like the urine of that animal on their clothes when they go hunting so that yeah. it covers the smell of the humans so they can kind of be in that area basically. Without... Arnold, from, Arnold from Predator. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he goes in the mud. But no, yeah. it, it's called stink because it freaking smells and it doesn't uh-huh. smell like a human, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they can smell because all they're interested in is, is in, in people. Um, but, and so, I mean, so, but the thing is that like, they don't, they don't hunt, they they only eat the people who have been pledged. Right. So, but apparently if you go into one of these caves and you're not pledged, they're still going to get you. Yeah. Because that's what, because that's what, that's what happens with him later. Um, that when he, he, I mean, he, he puts all the stuff on him. Uh, well, let's get, let's get yeah. to that point first. But like, yeah, so it's just like this is a jar of stuff that you smother all over yourself. And she even tells them you need to put it in, in your mouth because they can smell yeah. your breath. Yeah. Um, um, or like, that's what we'll, somebody else tells her that we'll get there. Cause that's a big part of the, the thing. Oh, there. that's right. He, t- he yeah. tells them. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. But she, uh, so she puts the noose around her neck and he just stands there and he yeah. just watch her, watches her die. Like she watches like the blood vessels pop in her eyes and everything. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just like holding that's where his she, head, like what and, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, and that's where she tells him she's like, well, just because my name is Clara, Clara uh, Poirot, spelled French. I was a, I'm probably saying that wrong, but I was a girl when they got me. I was seven fucking years old. Um, but this is where he's like, before she hangs herself, she's like lifting her, lifting herself off of her prosthetic legs. Yeah. And he's like, where do I find them? The irons. And she's like, go where there's no trees. She hangs herself. And this, yeah. So we go on back to the, um, back to the Ferris wheel. Oh God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shit is crazy, she, man. She's like, she's, she's just, begging. <clears throat> she's begging. Yeah, I'm him, just like, please, like, let's just, let's just leave. Let's get out of here. You know, and, yeah. and he's just like, come on, let's go today. Let's go. What's taking yeah, you so like, long? Keep she's going. Like, keep climbing. Yeah, and she's like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going mm-hmm. up to the top. Um, yeah. but, and then we actually go back to today, actually. Um, again, just switching back and forth. It's kind of crazy to talk about it like this, you know, kind of. Yeah. Um, just switching back and forth and stuff. I mean, it's great when you're actually reading it, but when you're talking about it, it's kind yeah, of, it's hard to keep switching. We're, yeah. we're watching him. He's he's basically opened the contents of the satchel, which you see Clara and look like, mm. looks like her mom and dad, like a picture of them from when she was a little girl. You've got these different sacks of like scent. You've got the jar of pledge. You've got the list of names. You have rat bullets. Uh, yeah. She spelled bullets with B U L L I T S, and she's <laughs> just got. Yeah, the bullets. Uh, these are the uh, the supplies that she had. So, and we got Lucy coming in, be like, "What happened to your ear?" Well, we um, this one really jumps around these next few pages. Uh, all right, so all right, yeah. Um, well, I mean, so yeah, so she's so so sailor's going up, and she's like, "All right, you know what? Screw! I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going up um, because he won't help her. Like he's yeah. she's climbing up, and then she even tries to reach out." to yeah. get his hand and he's taking a swig off the whiskey and she's like and he's like yeah stop being a chicken I'm, shit yeah i'm scared and he's like screw you know like freaking stop being a chicken shit for once and do it don't don't you fucking get it i believe in you and she's like you know what i'm just gonna keep going so she keeps going up um and then you see that she just keeps like she, when she's climbing there's like a, a frame with her going down down the hole like she's you know she's doing the same thing you know, fuck them. Just like she's saying, fuck you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and she's just using everything that she's got to just keep going and, and just like stick to the man basically. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, so yeah, so she keeps going higher in the Ferris wheel and then you just see him completely just like shit faced, just going, you know, and mm-hmm. on the, on the Ferris wheel. And then you go back to the beginning again. Um, but in today's time, 2014, and uh, she and uh, his wife's just like Charlie. What the fuck happened? And she says the woman. She said sailor is in a hole in the ground in the woods, kidnapped by witches with the Y. And he doesn't say that, but witches with the Y. And she talked nonsense. But I'm scared, Lucy. Um, I should have listened to her. Um, and then you have him. And and the thing is too is the switching off is like you know I should have listened to her. And then you have mm-hmm. him before not listening to her. Yeah. The, it kind of, as you far know, as the theme thematically, it all flow like you, just like you said. Like whenever you reading it, when you're reading it, it flows really well. Like it, it yeah. goes. But yeah, when you're talking about it back and forth, it's kind of hard to like purvey that as yeah, walking through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm you know I'm scared. Uh, fucking, she's saying so. He's like, I'm scared, Lucy. And then going back to the Ferris wheel, she's like, fucking help me, Dad. I'm scared. And, mm-hmm. and then he's saying, you know. Stop it. Stop being a chicken shit for once. Do it. Don't you get it? I believe in you. And then he's talking to, to the mother and he's like, I should have listened to her. 
Yeah. And because he was not listening to her, you know, it's stuff like this that is so great about these parts of this book with the relationship with, with the father and the non-relationship and how he's trying yeah. to fix it. Um, yeah. And uh, him so saying yeah, like, so it feels he, real. Like what if it is real? Yeah. There's things down there. And she's like, don't be ridiculous. There's no such thing as monsters. But that's what I love too. But going then, into what you're saying is where it's like, he didn't listen before to his daughter and now he's being warned and, and, and like basically being handed the help from this woman mm-hmm. that seems crazy. Um, <clears throat> It's like they kind of trade places. Like he was being crazy. He was drunk and like could not – just could not seem logical at all. He wasn't He wasn't there logical. as they say. He's trying to prefer get this message across, but he couldn't mm-hmm. deliver it in the right way because he's hammered. Yeah. And but also so Charlie – don't, don't be What's that? Well, it says Charlie, don't be ridiculous as she's holding his hand and then it switches on to the next, the next thing and she says there's no such thing as monsters and you have him just shit-faced – being the monster. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, there's no such thing as a monster. So he was the monster. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's this connection with going back and forth between, um, Charlie and Clara, the, the woman, mm-hmm. um, kind of moving forward and like trading places in this idea of passing things on. Um, yeah. I guess she, you know, she passed on, I guess, whatever her role was, and her bloodline basically to him to like have this mission to find his daughter. And like, you see that like sailors had like his survival, Charlie's survival instincts passed down to her to get out. It's like this kind of like layering of passing on the torch sort of way, I guess. And with sailor literally passing on the torch because she's carrying matches and she's getting the survival skills and like this, her pep talks and stuff to keep Mm -hmm. her going. But, um, yeah, so we you see the the witches in the borough start to yeah start, start to notice they start I guess realizing that she is uh, starting to escape as sailors Move above around, yeah. her dad now on the on the Ferris wheel in the past he's like wait sailor she's like no fuck off I can and then as they start to kind of come after her she screams and you cut to her falling and she's screaming dad. And he's, uh, she's actually, he actually falling in the pit too. Yeah, same way. And falling like, in both times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he actually catches her on the Ferris wheel, and he's like, "It's gonna." And then you have lucky. Oh, this is <laughs> so the end lucky. of this this issue. And she's like, "You have this. It's gonna be fine, Charlie." See Lucy sitting at the table. She's like, "But tell me one thing. Who's Sailor, <laughs> dude?" When I read that, I was like, "She drank it. She yep. drank the bow. She took a yeah, drink yeah. from somebody." Oh God! Oh man! Um, so this is where things really take a uh, oh excuse me take a turn, and I need to go uh, pee. So let's take I a do quick too, break. Actually. I was actually just about to say the same thing. So cool. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Awesome. Yo. Swear to God, man, she better not do this again because this is such a pain in the ass sitting here with a freaking flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> what was she watching when she was? Uh... Oh, I think it's called The A List. Huh. It's like a Netflix original, like kids show. Hmm. Um, and I don't. I. I mean, I. I think that's what it was called. It was called The A List. And for what I saw, um, it looked fine. But there was something happened happened when I was putting away the dishes in the kitchen, and then when it was time to go to bed. Um, she just got freaked out and her, her three year old, her three year old sister was already in there sleeping. 
and she's nine and she just like, she just freaked out, was crying. She was scared and saying there was something on there on the show that, that was scary. And it happened in a bed. And huh. I was like, I didn't see any of that. Like when I was in the room, <laughs> none of that happened, you know, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure, man. Yeah. Um, I dude, my, my son, he's three and for a couple of months now, he's talked about the one thing he's been scared of and he hasn't really talked about it since me and him had a really long talk um, one night when we was going, when we were going to bed. Uh, but he had this thing called a fuffet, like a fuffet. And it, it was like, he was scared of the fuffet. And we were like, who told you about that? And he said, May May, which is Ansley's sister, um, Megan. And, uh, so I was like, what? Have, he was talking about a fuffet and he said that you told him about it. What is a fuffet? Cause he's like scared of it, you know? Uh, so I don't know if he's like a, a misunderstanding some story that she said. She's like, I have no idea what he's or talking like about. Like mispronouncing, mispronouncing, uh, I'm mispronouncing, mispronounce. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, yeah, but that's what we were thinking yeah. too. Like he's clearly yeah, yeah. mispronouncing something that like, or like a Muppet or a puppet. And she's like, no, we haven't talked about any of that. I don't know what, you know? So we can't, and I'm like Googling Fuffet, like spelling it all these different ways. I can't find anything, but the closest thing I could find actually is like some like ancient demon. It's not Fuffet though. It's like something, really? something of fit. And so I'm like, okay, it's not really close Creepy. enough. Like if he's being haunted, you know, haunted by some demon or whatever, but like, you know, he's just, there, there's been weird. And I think I talked about some of it on, the Halloween episode. I can't remember. I know there's a, an entire episode that I recorded of just me telling the few creepy things that have happened in my life. And I ended up not putting it out. And I told some of it on the Halloween episode, I think. Um, right. And there's been some weird stuff surrounding him that's happened, like not because of him, but almost like we felt like it sounds crazy. I feel crazy even saying it, but like uh, almost like invading kind of energy or something to try i don't know hmm. but like so him talking about this fuffet thing and he we finally got him to describe it one day and we're like what is it what does it sound like and he would just make this clicking sound with his throat which freaked me the fuck out and he would just go like <laughs> and like this in the back of his throat he started making this clicking sound i'm like first of all how do you know how to do that and is that what it sounds like and he's so he described and i promise i'll try to make this quick when we get back to the book uh, he, he, um, he described it. I was like, well, what does it look like? And, uh, he's like had a hard time sort of starting that. So I was like, okay, well, does it have a face? And he's like, yes. Okay. I was like, well, does it have hair? He's like, no. Like, okay. Does it have eyes? Yes. Does it have a mouth? No. Does it have ears? No. Does it have a nose? No. Does it have arms? No. Does it have legs? No. I'm like, does it have a body? He says, no. So I'm like, so what? I was like, so is it a, I said, so is it a head? And he says, yes. I was like, so what is the head doing? He said, well, it's just floating there at the end of my bed. And I'm like, okay, so what does the Fuffet say? He's like, well, the Fuffet takes me and it brings me back into my bed. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Huh. Like, I don't, you know, we have a monitor still in his room. He's never yeah. out of his bed unless he's awake. And, you know, he doesn't sleepwalk really. Um, uh, he talks in his sleep and makes noises and like has very vivid dreams. But then I was like, okay, well, what does the Fuffet say to you? And all along we're like, the Fuffet's not real, first of all, but I don't want to be the bad horror movie parent. I want to actually get ahead of this. I was like, so what does the Fuffet say? And he's like, well, the Fuffet says, don't worry. I'll take care of you. 
And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't like that at all. That's terrifying. Really? Especially if it's saying it in clicks, like, <laughs> yeah, and you, I mean, you understand what it's saying. It's taking care <laughs> yeah. of you. Well, this, yeah. This is like, I don't know about this, but we just had, a, I don't know. We had a long talk. Uh, I won't go into detail about whatever, just the things parents would say. It's good. So basically say, don't be afraid of anything and it's fine and go away. And he hasn't talked about it in a long time now, but it was just weird. Like this whole Fuffet thing that he just kind of concocted. And I, again, Googling it, I was Googling kids shows like YouTube kids channels and and all this stuff. I spent hours looking for this and I could not find anything other than an ancient demon, apparently. (laughs) So like, ancient demon's looking out for him though. He's making sure he stays in his bed. I don't know. I don't know. I like, I'll take care of you. Oh, that's another part of it. He, he, and he refuses to, he would, well, for a while, he was refusing to go to sleep without socks because he says the Fuffet was biting his toes. Oh. And I didn't like that because he said that, and I'm not fucking with you. I swear to fucking God right now, I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. Okay. He said that the more, uh, the, okay. So the following night after I had this, I had this dream, wake up the next morning, get him up. And then the next night I'm putting him down is that's when he says that. The dream that I had the night prior to that, I, I felt in the dream, I felt like someone was biting my foot. Really? It was just like clamping down on my foot to the extent that it woke me up in the night. And it felt like if someone were to like take the side of their mouth and like bite your foot. And I felt that for the rest of the night, like as if it really happened. So when, dude, trust me, when he said that it's biting my toes, I about shit myself. <laughs> I, like I, it was everything I could do to keep my composure to be like, no, 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 no. He's not going to bite your feet. He's, gonna he's gonna be biting my feet. Actually, Roscoe, he's not touching your feet. He's been biting my feet in my bed. And I'm going to go shit myself now. <laughs> like I'm going to wear socks. I guess that works. Um, but dude, that's truly terrified me anyway sorry that that would turn i mean (laughs) you know i'm I'm a man of science i believe that all that stuff is hallucination you know the the hallucinations like just part of our part of our brains the you know imagination and everything just like i mean all this stuff like it started off fairies now it's aliens as we as we grow as we you know technology grows all these hallucinations all these things just like grow with us right you know but that that would freak me out because like I had the same thing. Like he got me last night too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that was shit. It. That's what was fucking terrifying. Was we that gotta, idea of like because I'm telling Ghostbusters. you, it was it was in a dream I was having where I was laying in my bed and like I, we were and I was like I have lots of dreams about my old house that I lived in with my parents and like so I'll have dreams that like I'm there like I'm going to spend the night and like I'm laying on the couch and I'm like or whatever in the oh, dream. I heard that in your, the last podcast with the the uh, bearded bearded geek right. You were talking about how you, even like incidents that did, uh, but uh, for, well, first of all, uh, freaking and pedals like yeah, okay, anything you say, I'll take you there, I'll take you right into the fire, and then it takes yeah. you into the fire where where sailors down there, and she's she's just scared, and she's trying to you know she's trying to catch her breath from climbing down this whole thing, and then she takes her glasses off, and she needs her glasses to see, but she takes them off so she can snap it, and yeah. so she can create a sharp object. For later, she, like yeah, I said, she breaks she, one of the, which is smart too. She breaks one of the lenses, so she still has mm-hmm. another lens and a half, I guess, to see. Like yep. <laughs> it's like, okay, smart. Yeah, no, she is. I mean, she used the shoes. She's got the matches. She's prepared for a situation yeah. like this. She knows that she needs something sharp just in case she needs to protect herself. 
Um, and she's just saying, you can do this. You can take those fucking, those fucking, and then, then, uh, yep. Yep. And then, uh, and then pedal, we go back to back outside and pedal's like, you can't fucking save her. I'm, and, uh, I'm just being friend when I say it's hopeless. You might as well. And he's just like, shut the fuck up and walk. Yeah. And he's got the gun and they're walking through. Like, I don't even know. And this is where I was saying last time is that like, this is when like the art gets really crazy with the colors and everything. Like it's yeah. not snow. Like what is all these speckled stuff going on with, with the colors and everything? It's, it's crazy. Uh, you know, it looks awesome. <laughs> it looks really It looks cool, awesome. But, but yeah, it is, it's very it, much like, is it just, is it just, things are getting kind of crazy. I think it's meant to cause some, like cause tension. Mm-hmm. Maybe just it kind of makes this it kind of makes the images chaotic without in, like intruding on the pictures, but it's just there enough to where you're like it just makes things cloudy. Chaos. It's not clear, and you're just kind of like Ugh, it makes you like it's like induces some sense of anxiety because yeah, yeah. you know the dad is like again he's got the gun to the back of the cop's head and he's like fucking walk and it's yeah. like, but at the same time it's this sense of like again as a dad I'm like you goddamn right I don't give a fuck if you're a cop you know what's going yep. on you're in on this and I'm gonna save my daughter I don't give a fuck what it takes you know it's yeah. just kind you're of in this for yourself yeah and you're and in this, this for scene, yourself I'm in this for somebody else right and this yeah. scene coming up here too where it, okay so in this walk pedal is just being like and he again says all right and just trying to be sweet to be and sweet. he says it again it's creepy <laughs> yep yeah and like it's just it's just creepy and they don't really go back to that it's just something mm-hmm. creepy that he's saying that makes it seem like he's and we'll well actually they kind of go back to his his this character uh in a way that like it's like okay, he's he was into something a little bit more fucked up than I think maybe where they really tell you straight up. But anyway, so he's like, he's real. He's like, oh, so you're from the Irons, then? Okay, you and that Baldy, and never would have, you know, never would have thought it. Whatever. Um, he like read Charlie's books and whatnot. He's like a burrow hunter. Like that's funny. Um, so he tries to sell him on the whole thing about like they'll give you whatever you want. You know, you never. You'd never guess how old I am. Like they, they can heal you. They can oh, yeah. make give you eternal life. What the fuck ever. Um, and the so thing that got me though is he says like witch killers with a Y, like witch killers called witches, and then the witches with an I. Yeah, <laughs> like you can hear spelling. Yeah, that's why I'm like I need to go look up videos of interviews around this time to see if he is kind witches. of saying it with a different like inflection or something you know what i mean like a different inflection or, or saying it like kind of different because i'm like what's the difference because it's like he's yeah they, they specifically go out of their way to spell it differently so i i need to look that up and i should have done my research but i well, didn't it, but. so yeah but i mean you're you're saying that like you know whiteches like like these people Which, that the witches that have been persecuted and burned yeah. and all this stuff were actually fighting whiteches yeah that we're seeing yeah. here which killers so, called witches by my folks yeah Right. So they were actually the good guys that were trying to protect humanity and humanity was burning yeah. them at the stake and hanging them. And yeah. well, Clara, you know, yeah, Clara was a witch. Claire was a witch. She was, she was like conjuring mm-hmm. up weird spells and doing weird blood, you know, boiling exchanges rats. and boiling rats and making like these yeah. synths. And, uh, you know, she made, she had the pledge and all that stuff. Uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, that, yeah. So he, they're the irons and the, the whiteches or whatever. Um, <laughs> So she's like, he's like, you can get whatever you want from me. He's like, by giving them people, these things in the ground, by giving them my daughter. And he's like, oh, come on, we're all selfish creatures and they're the gods of selfishness. They can smell it in us. It attracts them, uh, the needs and wants, hormones and such. They can sniff out. 
they come to you when you want them to. And he's got mm-hmm. this creepy smile on his face. He's like, yeah, you understand. Maybe it's best to walk you around in circles a bit, meander, stroll until we're sure she's – and he hits the fucking hell out of this dude's mouth oh, with dude. the butt of this gun. And he's like, where is it? <laughs> like, uh-huh. And he points the gun and you're like point of view of pedal and he's got the gun in his face. And it's like, tell me now or a bullet will pass through your face. I swear it. And he's like, oh, I love that. Why we're here. And he's, yeah, dude. And he split his mouth in half and it's like skin hanging and his mustache is all cut in half. He got he's like, good. look up my man. But he's not even really phased by it. It's just like, and you see this double splash of this crazy looking tree, which I'm like, do they need to make, they do need to make this some kind of an HBO miniseries or something. Like, I don't know. That would be, oh, that'd be awesome. Be because awesome. some yeah. of this imagery, I think would just, in the right hands, at least, I think would be really cool. But you're at the burrow. You're at the entrance of the burrow. You see the tree. Um, and, and there's, yeah. there's ginger hanging off the trees. Yeah. And he explains um, that. Yeah. He explains that later. Yeah. But first we go back to after the accident. So you're yeah. talking back to 2011. Um, and I, I'm not sure if, it, so is this, when was the, when was the Ferris wheel? This is September 25th. I thought the Ferris wheel was actually after the accident. Like, I think it it's, I think it's before. I think it's the day before. Uh, let me go. Wheel. Hang on. Cause I, I felt that the, that the Ferris wheel happened after the accident because they lost the baby. Um, or the, and that's like why he would have been drunk like that. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's the I, 20th. I, so it's the 20th when the Ferris wheel happens. I'm not sure when the accident happened. But, and then um, they're in the hospital on the 25th. So I'm assuming they're in the hospital. I'm assuming they're like in the emergency room. Like she has just been brought in and like the dad right, is like right, showing right up. Then. Yeah. So I, maybe I, not, but I, that's kind of what I just thought. Cause it's like sailors like, you're not here. What are you doing? Like, you know, they just had their whole thing. And like, now this is happening. And like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell. The way it felt to me was that he just lost it after they, they lost the, that's uh, what, I, yeah, it, it seems that way. Yeah. If they, yeah. If they lost the fetus there, um, I don't know. I'll take Which a look. They did. The dates, but they, I mean, dates are all over this thing. They're just, yeah. you know, it goes back and forth all over the place and she's just not, he's trying to talk to her and trying to, you know, calm her down and just, you know, tell her that everything's going to be okay. Um, she'll be up soon. She's going to need us. They'll still, they still don't know how bad it'll be for her, but Sale, please, he goes to touch her and she just pulls away and mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't want anything to do with him. And that's one of the things that I have with, uh, one of the problems that I have with his tattoo. Um, the, the tattoo was a defining moment in his, in his life where he realized that he had to turn everything around for her. Because mm-hmm. she almost died. Uh, he's very lucky that she's alive. She's very lucky that she's alive because he was shit faced. Mm-hmm. He made her climb up that and she kept going. And then the fact that he caught her, I mean, I don't even know how he did that. He did that when he's that wrecked, <laughs> yeah. you know, and there's response time and everything. Yeah. They got very lucky that she's even still alive. He made her climb that and she should be dead. And so for him, that is a defining moment in his life to turn it around for her however every time she sees that she's gonna think of that and and what he made her do and so that's yeah. kind of the problem i have with that tattoo is that like yeah. every time he has like a short sleeve shirt on she see she remembers that night 
And I, I think that's kind of yeah. not a cool thing to do. It's good for you to, to, yeah. for a reminder for you to be a better person, to be there yeah. for your daughter and stuff like that. But, yeah. uh, for her, not cool. Well, not think cool about this. All. Think about this. Yeah. So that's what kind of what Pedals was saying was that we're all selfish in nature. Like that's, that's the way we are. So he got that, that he got that tattoo as a reminder to himself of who, how, who and how his daughter is. It's like, okay, this is a reminder to me that I don't ever want this to happen again. And she is also much stronger than I could ever imagine. She is much okay. more determined than I could ever imagine. But going back to what Pedal said and it being selfish, that's not what that would mean for her. Like going into what you were saying. That's yeah. not what that would mean to Sailor. To Sailor, nope. that would be what you just said. It would be like, what the fuck? No, that it's was traumatic nights, for me. One you know? of the worst <laughs> nights of her life other yeah. than the accident with her mother. Right, yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of like for him, he see, maybe he sees it as this like, okay, this is a reminder to me that like I can't drink anymore and like, you know, but also my daughter is this badass and I have to – prop that part of her up as much as I can and, and be Which he does. He and does be right and do the right thing. Yeah. But like for her, maybe you know, he didn't really think about how she would see it. So you could there's a, again, there's so many themes like that in here that you can <laughs> dig into that like I don't know. I it's it's smart writing and I don't know if it's all intentional the way that like those kind of things go deep like that. Like especially like go like I was saying before, going between Charlie and Clara and the, like her passing it on to him, but the things that he's passed down to Sailor too, and we'll get in. I'll, I'll tie it back around at the end with some of the other things that kind of that that sort of mirror again going back to Clara and Charlie. But anyway, so yeah, she's not having it, and uh, uh, with uh, her dad, <clears throat> and we go back to this is where um, yeah, Mister Petal. Oh, he's got, he's we're got back at the Yeah, and Mister Petal's telling him like. You know, if you're lying to me about this tree, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, this is a ginger. The ginger is the giveaway. Ginger doesn't grow on trees. It's a plant, but they make it grow to mark the portal. Hence the myth of the witch in the gingerbread house. Ta-da. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Is that true? Like, seriously? I don't know, man. That's a really cool way to do it, (laughs) though. I'm telling you, if if, if Scott Snyder made that up, which I, I already think he's a smart writer. But, like, if he made that up, that's fucking cool man <laughs> that's right. really fucking cool it is yeah that's true that's that's actually a really that's a really cool fact it's a smart thing dude um okay so here's the thing that i have a question about though because yes. he's holding the jar of stink in his hand but earlier maybe it was a different jar but earlier the jar said pledge there's two different jars so I'm okay, and that's where I'm like I'm only seeing the one jar when he has this contents of the satchel out, mm-hmm. and it's just that one panel though that I'm talking about. So I don't know if you see a different jar later or how kind of that works, but or, or if that's just the the insinuation there is that there are two different because I'm like it wouldn't make sense to like the pledge wouldn't be the stink because if he put the pledge on himself they would come eat him it wouldn't make him immune. So you obviously you're right. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's that. Yeah. That's well, it. Well, first of all, I'm still trying to find a freaking date for the accident. <laughs> There's no date. Uh, they, they give no date for the actual accident. Um, like when it goes back to the mom in the car? Yeah. It doesn't have a date there? I've been flipping through this whole thing, and I've seen every single thing that has to do with the accident. There's no date, so you have no idea when the actual accident happens. Yeah, you only have uh, Lucy 
in the hospital when she's like got the blood samples and it's a flashback yeah it doesn't go back to the date of the accident and this let me see if it says does it say because she went back to visit the kid that was in the coma but that would have been present day though so that yeah but then there's still flat like and she flashes back from she from she's at the hospital there and then she goes to the blood bank thing and then like literally flashback so it doesn't give you the yeah it doesn't give you the date like literally since we we brought that up like when did it happen i've been flipping back and looking for it yeah i don't see any date for when it happened so i think i I don't know maybe maybe he's falling apart because of this i think that's probably it it just makes sense yeah that just that just tore him apart that just you know um it makes sense maybe she's uh, still yeah she could be in a coma yeah in the hospital and like who knows how long she's been there yeah all right anyways (laughs) going back to where we were uh i need to find my spot again so they're talking about like the gingerbread house and so he pulls out the jar of stink and he's like this is where pedals like what's that there stink uh well you know remember to put some in your mouth too they can smell your breath. Go on, strip and rub it on. What else you got? He's like, so yeah, showing him like what you, you were got saying. on your inventory. Your your flares, likely sulfuric. Uh, burn the witch's eyes worse than regular. And the bullets, what are they? Rat. They'll sting them. <laughs> sure, they can't take animal proteins. Rat has extra kick. Um, he's like, why are so you telling you, me this? No, you're, because it doesn't matter. You know, he's like, you're not gonna. Well, you know, there's nowhere to go. You're dead. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right because they didn't show a stink before, and that that that's what kind of like all of a sudden, you know, what, surprise! Like, there's this other thing called stink that you haven't heard yeah. of. Like, you just, just well, rub I all mean, over Claire yourself. told him about it being in the sandwich a little bit. Yeah, but she didn't. Yeah, she didn't but necessarily didn't mention the pledge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where I was confused um, about that. But yeah, obviously, it's just a separate jar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They they just didn't show it in in the frame or anything, and then the rat bullets, yeah. which is pretty cool, and <laughs> you can. Shoot yeah. him with that and everything. I guess that's um, why she's like boiling, boiling the rats down. I guess to, in, in those yeah, in those pots when you go when you were at her house at here point, it was uh, mm-hmm. or what's left of her house. Um, it's like she's boiling them down, I guess, and then uh, dehydrating the bodies or so. I don't know. That was, that was oh. whatever, but a witch magic I, she's doing to like m- make them into like gunpowder. Like there's like there's rat like freaking ashes in these bullets is that what that's is? what i i guess but she was like boiling them in water Listen, or maybe she was right, drowning so, i don't know hey whatever <laughs> they don't right, go man, into the so, detail you know, well i mean here's the thing like i i i grew up with a guy who like my my father owns lots of guns um i grew up yeah. shooting guns yeah i know how to handle a gun and all yeah. that and same here um yeah i mean but uh i don't i've never actually owned one i don't have one now and all that um, and, uh, so as far as like specific bullets and stuff like that, I thought this might be actual thing. <laughs> oh, rat like, bullets? Rat, like rap. Well, I mean, there's all sorts of bullets, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I see what you mean. Yeah, for sure. It will, it, when, it, when he says like, oh, the animal proteins, I can't take that rat has extra kick. That's what I was like. Okay. Yeah, like maybe it's for making actually the, shooting rats or putting the like rat that. like no material into the, instead of gunpowder, I guess, or yeah, mixing no, it with yeah. gunpowder. And like being able, I don't know. It, I, I don't like understand it. it but, <laughs> but, raise a certain amount around a certain area to kill a rat or something. I have no freaking idea. Yeah. I don't know. You know, so like yeah, yeah. I had, I had no idea. I have no idea about ammunition. 
nothing. Yeah. Like I said, I don't handle the gun and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I have yeah. nothing about, about ammunition. So I thought like maybe that's his actual thing, but no, you're right. Actually, it might, she might've had been creating gunpowder that includes like rat freaking rat, rat. <laughs> ashes. Like you said, or, or <laughs> yeah, meat, grounded. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's like, <laughs> it has to be like dehydrated or something. I don't know. But, that's what it um, has to be. Uh, why else would she, would she be boiling rats? That's why. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. That's cool. That's really part That's of awesome. it. Awesome. No, it, again, it's yeah. good detail. They don't give you all the details, but it's a good detail that you saw before to kind of like, for, like some foreshadowing. Um, but, uh, this is another thing where he's like, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, you're not going to make it out alive. Um, oh, yeah. Why are you and, telling me? Even if this? you do, yeah. even if you do, the whole town's going to be waiting for you. He's like, I'll wiggle out. I got my ways and I'll call them all. You know, you got nowhere to escape to. You're a dead man. So is your fucking kid roasting in the cauldron, the deepest. And then he shoots him again in the stomach. <laughs> and he's like, so go on then. Get up from that, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes his clothes off and he rubs the stink all over me. shoves it in his mouth. He crawls oh, he up on it. top. Yeah. Like it's honey. Like, on... oh. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm like, I but can't like, even this imagine guy, what like... the stink is. This right. cop is like, you can't, you, you don't got nothing on me. Like, he, yeah. all right, you're going to go down there. All right. And then you're just going to die and I'm just going to pledge somebody else and I'm going to be fine. Yeah. You can do whatever you want for me. You can, you know, you can whatever, just like, you know, yeah. beat me up, do whatever you want with me. I'm going to just do what I do all yeah. the time. They're going to, I will be up. fine. What does he, what does he have to worry about? You're just a minor threat. This guy is a minor threat. He, yeah. he's got no threat, but the, then, then the dude just shoots him in the stomach. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just yeah. Yeah. I love he's like get up from that asshole get up uh, and I'm just hearing either Stallone I'm hearing Stallone Van Damme Arnold or Statham saying that any of those <laughs> just give or take just in, or uh, you know what and you know um fucking what's his name uh uh oh god why the guy that's a cop who's a complete dickhead uh in real life uh Seagal yeah Steven Seagal. I'm hearing him say it too. Get up from that asshole. Uh, I'm hearing any of those guys just interchange it, and I love it though. Just a badass moment. Um, Absolutely. Or Rain Wilson. Uh, no. uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh, dude, I no, it's Bruce Willis. Willis. You're right. It's Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> Bruce Willis. Or Bruce Campbell. Or Bruce Campbell. He doesn't do any good. This guy's got hair though. All Bruce Willis movies have don't have hair. Yeah. You know. That's why I want it to be Bruce but, Campbell. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Get up from that, asshole. Uh, so he goes up to the top of this tree and like, um, okay. Well, so the rest of the issue for the most part, okay. So we, we're bouncing back. Let's just sum it up because we still have one more issue to go through. Uh, so you, you have him reconnecting with his daughter. Basically, she's being like, you're not here. You're not present. You're, you're somewhere else. You're not even my dad in this room. And it's this realization that he has. And she like hits him. And she's like, shut up. You're not here. And that's kind of what makes him be like, you know, you know, it's me. It, it's kind of the moment where it's like he just sort of turns around. He's like, I've been a bad father. You know, you're right. You, you know, you hear me. You're right. You know, and she's like, I wanted to be a big sister. I wanted to have another kid who wasn't like me. And it's this fucking heartbreaking moment where he's like, nothing is ever more true. Sincerely. And she's like, that's even what he said. All this. Though. That's what? even what he. That's even what he said. He even said that about doing it again. 
so th- so she didn't or doing it over right when she doing that's when hat, she was telling it. him yeah that's right when you because i didn't realize that at the time you were the one that told me that like yeah it was like she was like yeah. well actually mm, i'm she, pregnant that was even, the moment. yeah yeah he even said that so yeah. that's even like a, a moment for him where it's like oh shit yeah i even said that and so yeah. you know what maybe like maybe his whole problem here happened before that yeah, and and the whole this whole incident with losing the other kid was what made him turn around and say, you know what, like it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Her problems are all that. This is this is my daughter. This is the the most important thing in my life. It doesn't matter what I expect from her, no matter what. Yeah, um, she's the most important thing in my life. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's so maybe this whole his whole problem existed before that. Yeah. And in this in this scene, you're getting this him like climbing down in the burrow down the tree. Oh yeah, he climbs up on top. It's like the opposite Lights of her climbing up the Ferris wheel and going way mm-hmm. too high. Like yep. he he's climbing down in the burrow and like seeing all this crazy shit going on, like mutilated bodies and these witches like burning cauldrons and and whatnot, and like in all of this and like he in that says sailor, there's nothing stink. I want but you, and that's when he's like, nothing has ever been more true sincerely. Your bravery, mm-hmm. your intelligence, your anxiety and panics and just all of it, you're just the kid I ordered. Uh, and I'm in yep. the room now late, maybe too late, but I'm here. And that's like when he shows up to her in the borough, but we'll get back there. And that's when they're it's like, they embrace it's a full page spread. It's great. She's like, um, and we'll get out of this together. But, um, so that's, that's what's going on with that. So that's why I, I didn't want to have to keep bouncing back and forth, but that's him going, uh, Basically, he's climbing up this tree to get down in the burrow. He's like, all right, man, go in there and get little, get your little girl back. And this flashing back between this scene all again thematically flows really well when you're reading it because that's what he does oh, yeah. when he goes in the hospital room when his daughter is in there like, fuck you, basically. And he's like, no, I'm going to get my little girl back even if it means I have to change my life. So that's what's happening. And he's just seeing all these horrors of this burrow. And this Mr. Petal guy is like feeling his feeling charlie's journey because he's like it'll cut back to him and be like i can feel it you're getting warmer you're getting warmer and it's really strange but like he keeps going and he finally gets to her where she passed out and he's like wake up wake up but she's got her glasses with her with her one uh lens in and she just wakes up when the first thing she says is kill them daddy he's like say it's me i'm here i'm here and then you have uh mr petal be like oh you're burning hot now he says come on we have to go um, and you still have Mr. Petal outside of the tree being like talking shit, basically like they're going to burn your skin off. You're going to die. You're all, you oh, know, yeah. you're all going down and you have the heat burning, uh, the heat sweating, making him sweat basically the stink off of his body. So his human smell is coming out. Um, <clears throat> and that's where this issue ends. He's like, that's right. They're smelling you, aren't they? Yes, they are. And now Mr. Rooks, they're going to come running all of them. You have that. Um, and then something that kind of dawned on me with the first page of chapter six, the final chapter that we have where it's like, this is not an ending. And it's like, it's the, the character from his story that he's writing, uh, is, is a little boy and it starts off and it's got like the, the little boy coming out of the, some kind of a tunnel where they got the, the, um, teeth and stuff behind him. You've got the yeah. Ferris wheel, but his name was going to be Taylor instead of Sailor. I wonder mm-hmm. if he was writing the story about his unborn child. 
does that timeline work out at all between when he was writing when he was told i think it's a combination i I think it's a combination of the two of them because they kind of have almost like a like almost like a similar story though i mean if you look at um just like we were saying with the switching off between the different scenes and everything um and with them in the in in these caves and them in the hospital if you look at even with, with the page where um where they're embracing themselves they're like a full page of mm-hmm. them in the hospital and everything and everything that's going on around them they just kind of it's almost like it's not he is saving is she's not in a safe spot in the hospital her mother's in a coma mm-hmm. her father is just not there. Her father just almost like fricking killed her and everything. She's not in a safe spot there. And then he's rescuing her for a, a truly like fricking a hell hole. Like he's in, in the pits, like trying to save her, actually trying to pull her out and all that. So it, it, you, you're switching off between different times where she's not in a safe spot. And then she's not yeah. in a safe spot from different aspects of, from, just her as like, just like, um, from, from her parents, from, you know, her father be just being an alcoholic and just being not there and her mother being in a coma and then also literally being in hell, (laughs) you know, and her father being the one who saves her in hell. So there's all these different things switching off between the two. And then that moment where they two, they just like, they just come together right there. And from there, that that one page where they're just holding each other that's where the entire relationship like changes right there because that's right. when they start building the whole mytholo- mythological creature stuff and all that kind of stuff and everything so i and they just start start becoming like the kind of the the, the story is very very similar in the, in a lot of ways as as far as learning and pulling themselves out with each other um, yeah. just by, by, from, from each other's connection, each other's love for one another. So that makes sense that it's, it's a combination between the two of them, which is kind of what, what he talks about later, uh, when he talks about the story about her being his hero. Like it's, it's a story kind of about himself, but she is his hero, which is, I mean, we shouldn't talk about that yet because that's comes at the end of the issue, but yeah. Um, the whole character, I think, is kind of a, kind of combination between the two of them. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah. that, that's a <laughs> did not think about that <laughs> fucking aspect of it again. I was before we, I think before we were recording, I was like, I'm, I feel like even though I talked about this with Jordan, like I feel like I'm gonna see even more coming through this, like talking about with uh, with you, like just a different perspective too, like seeing things in a different way. Like, that's how good this fucking book is, man. <laughs> like, that's why I can't wait to hear uh, your episode. Cause I can't wait to see what, what he has to say, you know, mm-hmm, it's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, great things about this stuff is different. Yeah, perspective, perspective, Absolutely. So. Yeah. so basically what we get here is pretty simple. They're just, he's got sailor and they're just digging their way out. Like they're trying to escape and they see shadows and they're on the chase. They come to like a, uh, a fork in the road here trying to figure out where to go. And he throws a torch down in this hole uh, that they're considering going down in to try to get out of when he throws, he has a magic candle, I guess. And he's like, just show me and my kid, like to like lead the way out. He throws it in this hole. And these are part the, of the package, the, 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 the package rooted ones. Ready. 
Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But these are the rooted ones that she mentioned. They're like, they're like growing yeah. into the ground. It's like the deepest hole that yep. you could go down. And this is kind of what I was talking about too, where he's like, where, where sailor was climbing up trying to get to the highest that she could get, but she <laughs> fell and he caught her. Now he's been climbing down into this burrow. It's like the, yes. the opposite of it. Yep. And now he's seeing the lowest of the low as this, that this gets with the yes. rooted one. You know what I mean? Like yep. this kind of this ideology like that goes back and forth and it's a deep shit. And I just want them to dig into this more, man. But like it's a cool dichotomy that they put up here. And there's, I've written down some notes that like, this kind of goes back and forth between, but there's a lot of it, man. There's a lot you could unpack here, but this was kind of like the, you're seeing the lowest of the lows here. And he's like, Jesus, what the hell are, and she's like, dad, we got to go. And he's like, they must be three times bigger than the others. They're attached to the walls too. They're grown in. And so this is where the witches come in. They attack, they bite him and he shoots one of them in the fucking Wait, hold head. On. Hold on. All right, hold on. All right. So I just thought of something. I just yeah, thought yeah. of something that she looks up to him. She's her father. Uh-huh. He looks up to him. So she's looking up at him on the Ferris wheel. Yeah. She's looking up at him on the Ferris wheel. And um, it's like, and so she climbs up, she climbs up, but it's still the lowest of the low that he's ever been. Even though she looks up to him, it's still the lowest Fuck. of the low. Yeah. Right. So she's climbing up and she keeps climbing up and she even goes above him. And she keeps yeah. going further and further and she falls and she, and he catches her. And now he's looking at the lowest of the low. Um, yeah. that and, he just but, climbed down to the lowest of the lows to get her. And now they travel more and sees the lower of the lowest of the lows. Yeah, exactly. No, that's just something I, th- I just thought of that, like talking about lowest of lows and highest. Wait a minute. Wait, like, a, even minute, though, wait a minute. I just hold on. I, I sorry. I just had something else kind of hit me. Uh, no, continue. I'm, I'm just flipping to look for it, but. But yeah, no, like it's like he's now he now he is actually looking at like the lowest literally of the low. <laughs> They're yeah. both looking down. Pretty scary shit that they might need to go down or go up from. And yeah, but no, that I mean just the talk of that, just like, you know, even though even though that he was at his lowest right there, she's still looking up to him. And she keeps climbing and she keeps climbing and she goes up yeah. above him and then when she falls, he still catches her. Yeah. So I thought that, you know, yeah. just kind of that connection was kind of, I don't know, just kind of thought of that, but yeah. Yeah. And like, okay, so here's, uh, this might be stretching a bit. So when he's talking about when he's on the Ferris wheel, he's about halfway up. Mm-hmm. That's where the word balloons coming from, at least a um, little bit less than halfway up. Cause he's yeah, kinda it's kind of like crooked. The, it's kind of yeah, crooked yeah. in the panel there. Cause it's like the Ferris wheel is not quite straight. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, yep, Rick, it's arcade. I used to come here with our, with Uncle Reg and our friends when we were your age. Hop the fence, climb the wheel, carve your name in the highest seat you could get to. And again, going as high as you could possibly get. Again, that goes back into what she was trying to climb to, but I, um, I don't know what I'm trying to make sense of here, but when he says they must be three times bigger than the others, they're attached to the walls too, grown in like, but it, again, it just, it, to me, that tied back for some reason, just carving their names into the walls as like yeah, the highest yeah, yeah. seats they could get to. Now we're in the lowest parts we can get to and they're like grown into the walls. They're carved into the walls of the roots. Yeah. You know, it's like it's just digging in even deeper yeah. into this idea 
And I'm like, dude, if he did this on purpose, this is the smartest shit ever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so they get attacked and he takes out this gun and he shoots him in the head and he pulls out the flares and they're like, fucking run. And he's got the flares and it, it's just like, and when you're reading it, it's like a full onslaught of just like, oh, it's like you're running through with them. Like it's straight up tension. And it's just like, she's like, dad behind you, turn around. We got to get out of here. We're trapped. We're gonna turn around. And just like fucking talk about tension, dude. Mm-hmm. Again, with the art and you start getting into where you're not dealing with separate panels anymore. You're dealing with splash no, pages even- that are flowing into what would be separate panels. But it's like it's all just spread out throughout the page, yeah. and it's just like fuck. They're going into each other, like there's like Talk she's about up on building top of his tension. head, and then she's next to her head, and then he's down there, and then yep. just like these, they, yeah, no, it's great. And he's just shooting <laughs> off these rap bullets and shit, and it's just like talk about building tension, man. It's nuts. Then, yeah, um, no. So they go from they go from like all these flares, these bright, you know, like they're trying to get out of these caves and everything, and he grabs onto these roots and he starts climbing up. And then you go into like this cold, dark night with like it's like it raining, gets quiet, cold all of a sudden. rain, and then all of a sudden he's trying to pull himself out of a tree. Just, just in the like very beginning of the book, just yeah, like the very freaking beginning. And then he pulls himself through. He claws himself through, and then she gets herself through too. And they're still trying to climb with the flares. You can see the red and everything. And, you know, and she's the, the flare though, it's not going to hold them back for long. And he's just like, just keep running, just mm-hmm. keep freaking running. And then you see them trying the to trees. pull. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to pull out of the trees with the flares, but they just can't. But the, here's the thing though. You see the eyes in the treetops. What the fucking in hell is the trees. that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Like you in even the see the this. trees. You see even like the ones on very top. I mean, it's almost like freaking symbiotes. <laughs> it, it is like that and it's like in the yeah in the ah. in the panel where the where the hands are coming out of the hole in the tree mm-hmm. yeah you see them in the background there peeking around the peeking around the corners so it's like yeah and then in the next panel see they're all in the tops of the in trees the literally in the treetops but like it's like there's no escape that's why she was saying just get where there's no trees yeah because that's the thing yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh fucking so this is where you get like you sort of transition to where he's talking you about have, the yeah, which is crazy because you have like what we saw at the very beginning was the sort of promotional in cap like cardboard stand for the book, which is um, it's the night arcade, which goes into the arcade that they used to break into. Yeah, and like you were saying, the com- combination of the characters, and it's like Taylor, and he's got the lantern and the teeth and whatnot, but he's in the bookstore. He's got a microphone. So he's doing like a reading. He's doing like an appearance where people come and hear him talk about the book and whatnot, get autographs and stuff like that. But we're back in 2013. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is going to be a little bit different basically than your basic reading because I'm just going to go into stuff I never said I would go into. I mean, uh, this is not what you're here for, but basically, you know, I'm, you know, this book, uh, not okay. Technically it's a story about a boy named Taylor who finds a magical amusing part. It's a book about getting lost, lost in your own wishes, your desires. That's the hook. But for me, the book has been about that, see, that's, that's the thing that he's not yep. lying there. Yeah. He, I yeah. Mean, that, that was the, that, that was the amusement park of his childhood yep. and he lost himself in his desires and everything. Right. And yeah. So not yeah. being able to escape that. And that's where he goes mm-hmm. when he gets fucked up you know exactly he's like, yep. he's like it's been about uh, more than that it's been a book about finding my way back finding my way home so then you see that they've gone home he's he's back home with sailor 
Yeah. And Lucy comes out. And she's like, I'm right here, Charlie. What happened? What did he's like, listen to me, honey. There's no time. We need to get out of here now. She's like, but why? He's like, I'll explain later, but we have to. And they start getting shot through the house. Yeah. And it's Mr. Petals and it's the nurse that she was talking to when she was talking to the kid in the coma. And it's, uh, Melina, I think was her name, her friend at school. Melina, yeah. Yeah. But and they're like outside. They're outside in the rain and everything. They're yeah. not even inside the house. So they're in shooting the, in yep. from outside into the house, just shooting into the away. house. And they're all the townspeople and they're standing at the edge of the trees. And they're like, you're not going anywhere. Stay where you are. And he's just like, fucking, they're like, what are we going to do? He's shot in the thinking. shoulder. And then you have them saying, like, just let it happen. There's no way to go. You know, there's no way out of here. Um, you know, it's going to end soon and whatever. And it won't hurt too much. So, um, and, and then the witches come up from behind them. Yep. They start coming in from behind. And Sailor's like, I can feel them. You know, they're almost here. And um, they're like, okay, let's go in the basement. There's some windows. We can probably sneak out and go around. Yeah. The, uh, so Sailor yeah. starts walking into the basement. Yeah, he, he starts gets, coming. He he starts coming up. He starts coming up with a plan. He's like, "All right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's go into the basement. We're gonna do this. We're gonna you know, just try, try to fend off these people and whatever." And she's like, "Yeah, there's a window on the back too. Maybe we can sneak out." And then uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, what, what happens? Go ahead. Crack, <laughs> fucking Lucy knocks yeah. fucking sailor down the stairs. Goes tumbling down the stairs. Cracks her head on the bottom step and falls on the floor. Bleeding your own out. daughter. Your own I daughter. I fucking know, dude. This this is oh. the part of the book that really was made. Like, what the fuck is about to happen? Yeah. Because Charlie turns around and he's like, Sale, what happened? Sale. And then fucking Lucy shoots Charlie in the leg. And he's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, well, it's simple, Charlie. And she fucking stands up out of and a wheelchair. Uh, and she's like, I'm saving us. And he's like, you. he's so confused. He's like, you, you did it. You pledged Sailor. And she's like, yeah. listen, we don't have much time. There's a name on that list you got from that woman, Clara. It's Cray. And then you start having the people outside of the house saying pledge, just pledge, pledge, pledge. And they're chanting this as the book goes on. And then you cut back to that kid at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the book. That was like that kid that kid hit his mom in the face and was like pledge, just pledge. Mm-hmm. That was her. That was Lucy's great grandfather. Yeah. Uh, Eric. Erich, whatever, Cray. She goes, yeah, she goes through her entire heritage yeah. to, to explain how this was her great grandfather. Yeah. Um, he was conceived to be pledged. Yep. Like, uh, like they were, uh, they them. were like part of the borough. Like that was their thing. And he just fought back and he escaped. Yeah. And so that's and what so you they, were seeing at the beginning. And he was found by the irons. And mm-hmm. so it's like they hit him and they thought it was safe. Then when he got older, um, he changed his name to Besser, which was her maiden name. Um, and then they moved back because they yeah. found her and that they found her with the accident. And the, with the accident, that that's when they realized that the way she realized that they had found them again. And that's why they moved back there. So yeah. she could finish it because she didn't want to deal with it. She wanted to just end it all, you know, just to, just to not have to deal with it. Um, and I mean, I, it's, it like I, I I don't know, man. It, it's crazy because in in it, I mean, obviously, no, <laughs> no, you don't do yeah. that to your own daughter. Absolutely, absolutely not. But she's just like it's like it's you and me. Like it's been us mm-hmm. for how long? The two of us. Yes, like she's our daughter. Yeah, I love her. I I love her just as much as you do. She but the two of Annie? us. We will. Yeah. Yeah, and they rejected her for some reason. 
Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yep. But trying like, to make things right the, and turn things around. Yes, you know, yeah. So Annie and and but it didn't work. They rejected her and all that. But like the two of us, if we we could just go on and be happy and forget that she ever existed. And it's like, oh yeah. man, it, it, like you know, she, she with the with like, the help of the witches that we'll, we'll pledge someone, and we'll pledge her, and like we'll never remember that she ever existed. We won't have to live with the guilt. Basically, we can start over and have the the perfect life we always wanted to have, kind of thing. Like yeah, they, exactly. they healed me so I could walk again, and like we can start over, kind of thing. It's a, yeah, no, it's one of those things. It's like okay, no, I don't, uh, I don't agree. I would never agree. I understand it, but you know what? I'm going down. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm going down to these motherfuckers to protect my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And this so, part, I, yeah. And this yeah. part is hard because it's like you see Lucy, like she truly believes in what she's doing here mm-hmm. because she's sobbing. She is like crying with him. Like we have to do this. We've gone yeah. this far. I've already done these horrible things. We've got to do this. Like that there's is. nothing left. Like we have to fucking do this. Yeah. No, uh, because she, even she you know, says like, I love her just as much as you do. She means everything to me, yeah. like everything. But like the, the two of us just need to do this. We might not, we will never remember that she even existed. You know, yeah. it, it's just like, we might even ha- be able to have another one or more. Mm-hmm. And live a happy life together, and not even know this even happened. Yeah. So, like, the, you, you understand it, but still, it's like no. Yeah, and this page where it's like we could be happy again. To me, this yeah. symbolized like the merging of the way that they've each dealt with the trauma of her accident yeah. and losing the child, and that accident, and her, mm-hmm. you know, her, her uh, being handicapped, and like all of that trauma. Of all of it, like you see them coming together because they're both sobbing and they do come together and they like put their heads together and it's like, it's the only way. And he's like, I love her so much. And it's just like, that's when Sailor comes back up. She's like, what's going, what's happening? What's going on? Mom, why are you walking? But I thought that page was like, oh, that hit me so hard. I was like, it's their fucking opposing or not opposing, but butting heads of the ways that they've dealt with this trauma. Which is the opposite. Yeah. He grew, he grew closer to his daughter and she yep. was like, how do we get rid of this life and start mm-hmm. over? And like, it's just fucking crazy, man. It, it's fucking powerful. It's deep shit, but like, it's fucking crazy. But and yeah, even she's if, like, how are you walking? She's like, it, it was a surprise for you, honey. See? And she's like, no, I don't. Yeah. And you have but more of pledge, just pledge, pledge, just pledge, pledge, just pledge outside of the house. But even if you notice with the art, like her, her face is black. Yep. A lot. It's been, more it's been out shattered out. Yeah. It's, it, it's a shattered out for a lot more, it, you know, frames from here on out when she announces that, uh, she's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, oh. but yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, I don't like, she's like, you know, play, pleading with her mom and everything and just pledged and pledged and they're sneaking up on everything and, and she's scared to shit. And he's just she's like, like, dad, dad, please. And he's not saying anything. He's like, don't worry, sailor. It'll all be all right. Yeah. What the fuck? And but here's <sighs> the thing: was like, so <laughs> here's the <laughs> so like pledge is pledge, pledge is pledge, pledge, and now he's out in the yard and he's picking up a backpack and there's a bottle yep. that says pledge on it. Now pledge is a lemon scented wax coating that I know that we do use on shelves and stuff like that to, uh, <laughs> to stop. Jordan, Jordan made that. Planting. I hadn't thought of this, but Jordan made this joke when we were talking about it. Did and he? he did the, 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 
the maid from Family Guy was like, Lemon Pledge? No. No. <laughs> he made that joke and I just lost it. I was like, okay, I can't take it seriously anymore. <laughs> seriously, so dude. Dude, like, seriously. I was like, what? Like, what is that's pledge? Like, literal pledge. And, but the thing is, like, it, okay, at some point, uh, obviously, I mean, you understand, he understood from the package that he got from that woman that pledge is actually like a little thing like to pledge somebody you can't just say i pledge somebody because that would be bullshit that yeah would be bull- it's gotta, that would it, be bullshit well, like okay oh you're coming for me well i pledge so and so from down the street you know like i pledge my neighbor right across over there you, you can't just do that that's fucking bullshit like apparently yeah. you need to actually spray them with something that well, it's like a green liquid, though. Something. So that's yeah, that's what I was hoping that like we, they would explain is like what is this? But what is the pledge? It's like a green goo, clearly. So what is yeah. it? You know. So, but I don't know. Obviously, yeah. you don't know. But it is a thing that he he got in this pack from her because he's right. out and he grabs it. Then and at some point he actually puts it in a container because it's all right. So he he freaking. He goes out, he grabs the pledge, and she's like freaking out because, like, dad, no. Like, well, it was in the satchel, as we saw. Our- yeah, it was in the satchel. In the satchel. From Clara. So he knows yeah. about it. And he basically, he goes in, they're breaking into the house, and she's freaking out. And and uh, his wife is like, hurry, Charlie. He he runs in, he goes up to his daughter, and she's, she's like, dad, please. I know you just can't. And she says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, um, you know, he, I mean, probably says the same thing. It doesn't even say, say that, but he basically just walks away. And, yep. he and well, Lucy's like, now do it, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. So he pulls it all over his face. He puts it over his face and he smacks his wife right in the face with it. Yeah. And puts it on her and just runs right out of the house yeah. and just attacks them. And this he speech just runs is, right after them. Yep, fucking oh, legendary dude. too. Because the whole the whole buildup is that like you think he's about to pledge her, like he's going with his wife, mm-hmm. and like you have them like creeping in slowly. The witch is in the background, and she's like, "Dad," and he's like, "Listen to me. This is the best way for all of us. Sale. Just remember to take the satchel." Use what's in the basement. Find the irons. Go to them. She's like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "Mouths and butts, baby. I love you." Which is yeah, a callback yep. to the beginning of the book. We didn't really go into mm-hmm. that too much, but like that's one of their inside jokes. And he's starts running through, and he's like, "Calling all monsters!" He slaps Lucy in the face with the pledge on her face. And he <laughs> says, "I'm coming for you." It reminds me of fucking um, God. What is it? Uh, it's Kurt Russell something. I'll think of it, but. I'm coming for you because I'm Charlie Rooks, proud father of the greatest slayer, mythological beast of all time. And like they go in and they just start, they just get ripped apart by these fucking witches. But, and, but, and here's the thing too. It's like, I, one of the things that that I, I told you about before is you don't get to see her anxiety, but here you get to see her horror yeah. and her terror yeah. of her parents getting ripped apart. Yeah. I mean, that's the focus of all yeah. this. You get, he's running into them out in the woods. She's in the house. She's getting torn apart. He's getting torn apart. And you get to see the terror of seeing her parents get torn apart. And then you go to the flashback of Ed just talking about how much she means to her. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's back so, to, yeah, back so to the well done. Yeah. 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 
and that like she like saved him, you know. Yeah. Um, that's what I love about they yeah. Saved, you know, they saved each other, right? That, yeah, that's what they said. I mean, they're so interconnecting as far as their stories about how they both saved each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, from yeah, they just kind of they they saved each other from from their own problems and and yeah. whatever was going on with them. Yeah. And so this closing kind of not closing necessarily it kind of ties into the closing. It, it pretty much is, but it's like back to the mm-hmm. book door. It's like home is terrifying. Sometimes uh, it can be for me. It was, it was a place I thought I had to be something more than I was a place. I thought I had to hide my feelings, anything, not, not happily ever after. And that got me lost, really lost for a long time. Luckily someone led me back. Someone taught me that all those feelings I was ashamed of fear and guilt and anger and desire they're okay to have. In fact, those things you see are your fail. Those things you see are your failings. Uh, if you acknowledge them, if you just admit them to yourself, to those you love, you can turn them into strengths. Uh, you come out stronger than before. And this is where Sailor escapes. And this is and you have her come out of the basement window and her classmate Melina that was like, well, when I said you were a big deal around here, well, it's you know I, I meant it, and it's time to go. Go back where you belong. Pledge, just pledge, just pledged. And she's put the pledge in like this miracle grow, like that you connect to your like water hose, like this sprayer. <laughs> she oh, her dad sprayed. did that. She says, at, "Oh, did he? Okay, that's no, right. Yeah, he because she he says told her at, like grab this stuff from the basement. Yeah, yeah. And he he set that all yeah. up. Yep. She says, and she says, yes, it is. And you know what, Melina, I pledge you. And she sprays them all down with this fucking pledge. She's like, I pledge all of you this whole fucking down. Yeah. And they're like, the spray. She pledged. She put pledge in it. And so, of course, you start seeing the whatever. Yep. And they're like, oh god. So she runs to the car. This is where you get that creepy moment with pedals. And he stops her. She's about to get in the car. He grabs her by the arm. She's like, no, you. He's like, no, you don't. I think I'll eat you myself for what you just did. I'll cut you up, eat the best parts raw and rubbed with, and she cracks him, slices him across the throat with that broken piece. You see her pulling it out oh, yeah. of her glasses that she broke her off. Back when pocket. She's, she yep. got it. She put it in her back pocket that from, yep. she broke her glasses off earlier. From down in the burrow when she cracked her lens. Yeah. Right she across sliced, the jugular. Slice. Yeah. Right across the throat. It's so awesome. Yep. And then she gets in the car and she's like, come on, come on. And it starts up. And then you have, I get scared for you, Sale. I do. I'm scared for what you go through, what you will go through. You make me scared, and that's hard, yes. But more than this, more than anything, you make me brave. You're the bravest person I know, Sale. And the truth is, this story, this whole thing, it's about you. It's all. It always has been, and it always will be, because you're my hero, Sale, in every sense. And that's it. Time for the next yep. chapter. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. the end of the fucking book. Oh, Oh God, I love it, man. Like, dude, okay. Tom, like, this is like, Scott Snyder is really good at this. Uh, Tom Taylor is really good at this, but like mixing horror with like, oh, all of a sudden I'm about to fucking cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to have emotional breakdown. Well, like, dude, talk about all, just you- right at the end of the book, just that gut punch, dude. And like, this did that. Like, you got moments, like little flashes and hints of that with the relationship, but to, to end this first volume, like they could not even hint at a next volume and just end it this way. And I would have been like, well, yeah, they dude. did though. Did you, did you read the last three pages all I, the okay. way at the end? I, I looked at the sort of, yes, I did. 
the all little the, the little uh, ep- the little epilogue that. going into Ohio or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, you read that. Two thousand three. Yeah, he and pledged so, a child or whatever, a baby. Yeah, yeah. So they and did so it's just something. Yeah, and so that's where I'm like, but again, I don't know if that was in the issues or if it was just special for the volume or whatever but like i can imagine reading that last issue be like oh my god what a great ending like oh my god that so if they were going to make it like an anthology kind of thing i could totally see that if it wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily going to go back to these characters that's totally cool i I dig that kind of storytelling there's still questions i have about things in this but um Again, to end with that emotional sort of gut punch and that sort of bittersweet, not happy ending, but a bittersweet ending, uh, I thought was a fucking killer ending, man. I, I yeah. really thought that was awesome. Very powerful. It hit hard, man, and it, it got that emotional punch that you don't expect from a horror comic. Um, so that's always fun to get something that's unexpected there. But, dude, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> what a Absolutely. fucking book, man! What a fucking book! I loved Absolutely it, man. Great. Uh, I mean, the art is great, the story is great, yep. and I, you know, especially reading it now with everything that we're going through, yeah, COVID nineteen. Um, especially as somebody like myself who goes to work every single day, yeah. Um, I go to work every single day. I'm actually busier than I've ever been mm-hmm. every single day because of this thing. Or everybody's and, at home drinking, like like <laughs> me and my wife. Well, my wife's actually working, but, but you know, at night. But my, still, my wife hey. is driving. My wife is going freaking crazy because she's. If this is today is day fifty three for her, being at home with two kids, a nine year old and a three year old, who all they do is fight. Um, and oh, yeah. so all day, every day, she has to deal with just constant, just mayhem. They don't clean after themselves. She has nope. to clean after them. They don't get along. They sometimes they get along, and next thing you know, the other one's off upstairs, and the other one's crying because the other one's upstairs. Like, oh yeah, just like it's constant freaking mayhem. It's constant oh, yeah. freaking crazy. And I'm out there just like you know trying to freaking get health insurance and trying to just uh-huh. like you know work for the family and all that. And and the the very last page, especially reading this. As, as a parent uh, of young children and, and going through what I have to do where I'm wearing a mask and I'm trying, I wash my hands all the time and trying to not bring this thing home, just trying desperately to, to take care of my family and make sure they're safe and that we have money and we have health insurance and trying to get, bring this thing home and where he's like, I'm scared for you, for what you go through what you will go through, you make me scared. And that's hard. I, yeah. It is. It Dude, is. I mean, like, absolutely, a, man. Totally, that's why it hit me so hard right now. Having read that last part, like it's totally I, different world now. Yeah. It's yeah. totally a completely different world. I mean, it's like, I like, like I've said many times before, I don't even think like handshakes are going to be after this. Not for a while. I don't think even handshakes are going to be acceptable. Yeah. Like yeah, I think it depends on. I think it depends on how close you are to the people around you. But like, yeah, for like, sure, it's not going to be a standard form of greeting. Like, I, yeah. I don't think anymore. Like for just new people, you know. Real, real quick, let's wrap up the with the witches talk um, because <laughs> it's a fucking fantastic book, and I highly suggest everyone go get it. Absolutely. Um, were there any more kind of talking points you wanted to sort of put out there? 
um, before we wrap it up? I mean, what, is there anything you want to kind of expand on or? I don't think so. I think we touched on it. I think we got uh, on anything. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think we did. The only, the, the thing I kind of wanted to sort of, and I, I already did kind of expand on it was just like this sort of thematic, uh, connection between Clara passing on her sort of history and bloodline on to Charlie and this idea of Charlie passing on his sort of survival uh, on to, on to sailor. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she like sailor went to this rundown carnival where she found her dad and like he, that was like the, the turning moment for their story where he like caught her and she was like going to climb higher and she fell and then compare that to like Charlie going to this rundown hurricane ridden town where he goes to this rundown house where you have Clara who's like hang up this noose because it's going to hang somebody. Oh, yeah. You know, somebody's going to fall from it and die. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't she, think of that. Except yeah. again, she passed it on to him to then carry forward the mission. And left yep. all of her things for him. So it's just kind of this thematic idea of passing things along uh, in this pattern. And I think that's really cool and really smart. And I think there's a lot more to probably unpack the from all of that. Which is just freaking Scott Snyder just freaking yeah. write a graphic novel. Yeah. Just freaking yeah. write a graphic so novel. Just I would to, love just to like – Explain just yeah. explain it all out. Just yeah. freaking stretch it out. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I've actually and and it's been a I mean it's been a long time now. But I actually reached out to him and was saying, and this is not a knock on him at all. I'm sure he gets a million messages a day and cannot oh, yeah. answer them. And he might even have an agent that I'm supposed to be messaging instead of him. <laughs> but like I was like, hey, like I have horror comics podcast. I would love to talk about this is when I got witches and he haven't even hadn't even read it yet. I can't think, I think it was when I had read that first issue. I was like, hey, like I would love to have you on to talk about witches. I know it's an old book. It's not something you're trying to promote right now, but like I'd love to have you on to talk about it and just kind of like rehash it, you know, and just kind of something to dig in from the past to be fun. And I didn't get a response. And again, don't hold it against him. I completely understand it. Again, probably a million messages a day about a million different things. So, but it would be cool to kind of have him in retrospect after we've talked about it now, come on and, and just sort of, go through maybe where his mind was at. And I still need to read the back matter in this book, like the sort of interviews of a, about each issue and stuff, but like have him kind of now all these years later, kind of dig through what it all meant to him and how it relates to awesome. now, you know, whatever, wherever his mind was at, it'd be cool to do that. So I might try to reach out again um, and see what happens, but I, I wouldn't know how to interview anybody or with questions. It would be more just that, like, you know, just talk about witches. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'll mute my mic. You just talk. Like, just go for as long as you can or want to or whatever. I'll just hit record and, and I'll say thank you at the end and like gravel at your feet, whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a fantastic book and, and highly right. If you're listening to this and you haven't read it, but we've just told you everything that happens. That's weird, but okay, that's cool. Um, but highly recommend this book as a read Absolutely. because God, it's so good, man. It and is. the art and the way that it all just just paced. Um, it's and, awesome, uh, man. But yeah, but, I love 